This message comes from NPR sponsor Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, find what you love and love what you find at Total Wine and More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. Be 21. Hey, everybody. Happy Friday from NPR Music. I'm Robin Hilton. I am here with WXPN's John Morrison. Hey, John. Hey, what's going on, Robin? Contributor Stephanie Fernandez. Hey, Robin. And from Radio Milwaukee, Tariq Moody. Howdy, Robin. It's New Music Friday, just the happiest day of the week, because that's when most new EPs and albums come out. We all get together and decide which are the best ones that everyone needs to hear right now. This week, that mix of music includes new ones from Aisha Badrew, Ben Folds. He's got a new solo album out today. There's a new one from Bully and uh, a whole lot more. But we're going to start with the artist McKinley Dixon. He has a new album out today that we're loving called Beloved Paradise Jazz. That's a question mark at the end of that, right? (laughs) Jazz? This is the song Run, Run, Run. Running from the guns, point and shoot, we used to play up on the playground. Running from the guns, so the hardest part would be for me to stay down. Running from the guns, breaks my heart if you decide to fly away now. Running from the guns, I am running from the guns. I'll make the devil mad dancing with you All the angels looking jealous cause your halo was hoops Hovering over your shoulders, wings usually is folded I'm not used to extending them to tell you the truth Pull me off the wall, grow on my roots Sheesh, what I'm running from, following suit We needed more distance so they wouldn't pursue Cause up here I'm making Icarus envious too Of my souls and wings and freedoms And the songs they'll sing when I see them Moving on my own, put the dreaming aside Everybody on the porch looked up to the sky Friends getting mad, but before they knew Suddenly my niggas started lifting up too Through the clouds, brown shoulders broke right on through With eyes watching God, my heart stays on Running from the guns, point Yo. and shoot We used to play up on the playground bang, bang. Running from the guns, so the hardest part would be for me to stay down. Running from the guns breaks my heart if you decide to fly away now. Running from the guns, I am. Running from the guns. McKinley Dixon is an MC and visual artist who is now based in Chicago. And this album, Beloved Paradise Jazz, is is already one of my favorite records of 2023. Uh, the album takes its name from a trilogy of novels that Toni Morrison wrote and published throughout the 90s. And there's a lot of references to childhood, but childhood being revisited through like this perspective of adulthood where you think, you know, oh, you know, I, I had a sweet childhood, but like a bittersweet childhood. There's good memories, but they're all kind of tainted because, you know, maybe you grew up around violence and, and chaos in, in your neighborhood. And the songs on this album really capture that balance in a, in a beautiful way. They're so emotionally rich and intense. It's impressive to hear someone command so many big ideas, but also so much depth and intimacy wrapped in the songs as well. Yeah, this whole album's really about black life in a way that you don't really hear in a, in, a, in a hip-hop record like this. It's almost like a concept album to me. Basically, he is really looking at black life, whether it's through grief, joy, just the complexity of black life, which the media really doesn't cover very well. It's like black life is looked at as a, a one-sided thing, homogenous thing. He really shows, shows the beauty of black life and the black experience throughout this album. Yeah, the passage that the album opens with, I thought, was very intentional, John, to your point about kind of anchoring the whole thing in Toni Morrison's literature and her books. The line in particular that the production kind of closes in on Honey Fabdurakib reading, nobody says it's pretty here. 
Nobody says it's easy either. What it is, is decisive. And ending with the, the line that, you know, if you pay attention to the street plans, all laid out, the city can't hurt you. Can't is such an interesting word to me, juxtaposed with decisive just before, because these themes of childhood and growing up that you all touched on, the action to be decisive is something I think that all people take when they grow up. And I just thought that, if anything, this is a decisive record, which is incredibly brave and heartbreaking <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. Another song I like was the Live from the Kitchen Table. Live from my mama's kitchen table where she pulls heartbreak to her chest and folds up cars to keep legs stable. With a currency for meals is often the letter that's exchanged in. I ain't seen you in a minute, so sorry, tears were in your frame. I line different, nothing missing. You ain't called, but we ain't tripping. Come in. Growing up, we had a black and white TV and we watched the Jeffersons and all the conversations at the table. I really enjoyed this record, John. I really appreciate just discovering this guy. It really just made me think about me growing up with my family, my parents, and what they had to go through. My parents picked cotton, like the complexity of everything of, of the Black experience America really got from this. Yeah, I spoke with McKinley about this record, and throughout our conversation, this idea of sadness is in this record. And, and you can feel that sense of sadness, but also the fear of living in a chaotic world. And you're young and you don't necessarily have control over the things that are happening around you. But he doesn't land there and stay there, mm. right? It's sad, but it's also triumphant. Okay, again, that's McKinley Dixon. His album, out now on June 2nd, is called Beloved Paradise Jazz. There's also a new album out today from the band Bully. And uh, it's a scorcher. It's called Lucky For You. This is the song Hard To Love. this album and I love Bully. Bully Alicia Bonano's uh, project is a band that really reminds me of <laughs> college radio and this was a band that came to me when I was uh, working at my college radio station and what I've always loved about them and I find especially strong on this album is the way that they're able to take things that feel like they happen to us people that I guess psychologists would say have an external locus of control and it reclaims kind of the action and the energy when you feel powerless in the music it feels anthemic because I guess it feels so cathartic, but what she's singing about is usually very intimate and close and even in the name bully, like representing like things that happen to us, things that we have no control over. There's a lot of, you know, struggling with taking action or wishing you could take action or wanting to take action even, but not being able to take action in this record. The excellent song with Soccer Mommy, Lose You, she sings, I'd do anything to get it back now. Tell me what I got to burn down. It's a very active lyric and yet... Um, the chorus always lands on either way I'm going to lose you there's the powerlessness
where the actual action and the agency of the lyric is faltering, the music just explodes. And this happens time and time again on the record. You know, this record, I would have absolutely, I love it now, you know what I mean? But I would have absolutely been in love with this as a kid. Just immediately uh, playing track one, All I Do. My first thought was like, oh, shit, like this this record is coming on and like kicking me in the chest immediately. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like it's bullying you. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you, you have that lyric. I want to feel the way I used to. So I, I would not at all call this uh, like a, a nostalgic thing or, or a rehashing of the guitar music of the past. But I absolutely heard my high school mid 90s years yeah, I mean, I will say, even though they're, they are channeling uh, a lot of artists from a very specific time, this record to me was not an homage or a tribute to an era at all. I, I would say that they are carrying the torch here mm-hmm. and, and, and a worthy standard bearer. Uh, I just think this record is, is a massive leap, and they make a, a, a very strong argument to wear the crown, I mm-hmm. think, right now. So I feel like they, I mean, as you said before, they build upon the foundation. Bully is the artist. The album we're loving from them is called Lucky For You. And from Bully, let's go to the singer Aisha Bedrew. She's got a really gorgeous new EP out today called Learning To Love Again. This is the song Path Of Least Resistance. Badru. She's a Nigerian-American. She makes music as medicine. Like, I didn't know I needed this EP right now. It's been like a rough last week. I lost a couple friends and a lot of things are happening. And I, I call her like uh, my musical therapist. And I know you get very emotional on certain songs. I got very emotional on this record. Like, the song Inside. I wrote a letter to myself. You can do better all by yourself Don't settle for stones you deserve a mountain Don't settle for drops you deserve a fountain And I personally have a tough time you know, saying I deserve stuff. Like, I go through imposter syndrome, I go through all this stuff. 
and it hit me hard with her voice, the minimalism of the music. It was therapy. I mean, she knows how to reach people who are going through things, and I think that's what makes music so so amazing to touch people. And, and this EP truly touched me. Every single track. Yeah, this is such a beautiful and tender record. And has all of these tinges of sadness, but then by the end we get to move, and it's this lush, up-tempo electronic tune. Yeah, I'm gonna move. It feels like the end of the movie. Like the hero survived. And now she gets to move on with her life and, and walk off into the sunset. This is an absolutely beautiful project. It blew me away, and I love being surprised. I love Tariq your point about this being like therapy because I'm the first word I thought of when I heard the production, the like cosmicness of each track, and how intentional and measured all of her lyrics are. It just reminded me of mindfulness, of that literal meditative act of self awareness. I mean, mm-hmm. not too much. She's not like drawing too neat conclusions from her emotions. She's very much just like singing about them and and in just acknowledging them comes off as very wise. And there's this one lyric in um, Moving On where she says, you were right, it was more for me than it was for you, which is so plainly said and yet such a large and difficult emotion to be able to square when you know that you're doing something more for yourself than for someone else. And yet the song is itself so generous and so seeking to understand. It's, it's just such a complex emotional landscape that she's able to distill. Yeah, just six tracks, but she does such a beautiful job of of giving a, a short record a complete arc, right? She really just takes you across this full range mm-hmm. and ends in this beautiful place. All right, Aisha Bedrew is the singer. Her EP is called Learning to Love Again. We still have several more releases that we want to highlight for you this week, including one from Ben Folds and a legendary band from Zambia called Witch. But first, we need to take a short break. This message comes from Apple Card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase. That's 3% on products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. This message is brought to you by Apple Pay. Fussing with plastic cards should be a thing of the past. Instead, pay the Apple way. Apple Pay is easy, secure, and built into iPhone. All you have to do is set it up. Just add a card in the Wallet app and you're good to go. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capella University. With Capella's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Spend time in any American city, and you'll likely encounter someone with untreated psychosis. Lost Patients is a new podcast examining our maze-like system for treating severe mental illness, which loses patients to an endless loop between the streets, jail, and hospitals. Does it have to be this way? For the history, the reality, and hopefully some solutions, listen to Lost Patients from KUOW and the Seattle Times, part of the NPR Network. 
It's New Music Friday from NPR. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with John Morrison, Stephanie Fernandez, and Tariq Moody, and we're doing a quick rundown of the best albums out now on June 2nd. It is a really big release day for a lot of veteran artists. Bob Dylan has a new collection of reworked songs out today. Uh, Cowboy Junkies, Tanya Tucker, Foo Fighters, artists who've been putting out great music for decades. And we're not going to get to all of them on this week's show, but we do want to highlight uh, what I think is a really special one from Ben Folds. Nearly 30 years after he put out his first album with Ben Folds 5, he's got a new solo album out now. It's called What Matters Most. This is the title cut. I could not see the haze back in the day when we lived inside of it. Now I'm floating away and haunting trash of the dramas and memories attached now I'm wondering what matters most oh man where do I start with this it's been 15 years since his last solo album and he opens with, but wait, there's more. And there's a lot to get to here, but I think like one of the most affecting parts of listening to it, which is Ben Folds is such a self-aware musician. In the song we just heard, What Matters Most, he refers to, you know, while he can't answer the question necessarily of what matters most, he refers to the small things, old bills, phones, pictures and trash, and oh, the drama and the memories attached. Those are the in themselves meaningless items that we attach so much to and that we're able to conjure just by listening about all of us can can relate to those things. Musically, of course, like uh, Ben Fold's piano style is so lends itself to this kind of whimsical reflection on American life and American degradation, uh, a thing that Ben Fold's is known for doing. Musically, there's like a storybookiness to this album. There's like sing-song choruses, like clouds of ellipses, come and go, come and go. Clouds with ellipses, they come and go. There's all these little piano trills and musical notes that harken back to like other times in American history. There's so much more I could say, but we'll stop there. (laughs) One thing that I appreciated about this record was its perspective. So much rock music kind of hides its emotions through this veil of like irony or abstraction. I'm talking about lyrically. Mm-hmm. But Ben Folds, he always seems to be interested in giving us something that's straightforward and earnest and honest communication. The earnestness of this record and the optimism that popped up throughout this record was something that I really appreciated. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you want and need a direct communication of thoughts and feelings. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. I mean, the narrative and the themes across this album are not hard to parse out. I mean, <laughs> you know, it's very, very plain spoken, uh, but I just think so vital and so acutely relevant. He is so 
clearly spent much of these past however many years taking in the horror show that has been unfolding around the world. You know, and and much like on the McKinley Dixon album, it has helped him to see what really matters most in life. And for me, this is captured most perfectly on a song called Christine from the Seventh Grade. Are you the same, Christine? I knew from seventh grade. Now it's definitely you. Just with a new last name. Someone who laughed a lot is what I remember the most. But the face in your profile suggests maybe not so much anymore. Yeah, I got the emails these last two years every day, and I just don't reply because. I'm not really sure what to say, Christine. From the seventh grade. Coming out of this first verse, you're thinking, yeah, I mean, that's what happens. You know, you grow up, you don't have much to say to each other, and, you know, it's just small talk or whatever. But then you quickly learn. No, Christine has gone completely off the deep end. She's sending him a deluge of horrible emails. The anger, the all caps, and all the pseudoscience. The misspellings, they must be on purpose. We went to a good school, Christine. And it has left Ben Folds absolutely bewildered. And this song just wrecked me. I've lost track of how many times I've listened to it, but I absolutely bawled my eyes out listening to it for a lot of reasons that I can go into. But I'm curious what you all thought of this song, if it resonated with you at all or if it fell flat or, or just how yeah, you Yeah, I mean, I, I think the song, yes, is addressing kind of the experience of a lost friendship, but also our society has created a world of disconnection. We are so, you know, in our own bubble and own world that we're not even willing to what I got from it, truly listen to each other. And it's and it's when you see those things on social media or an email or whatever it is, it's it's hard to re-engage and trying to figure out to have empathy anymore. I think there's a loss of empathy on both sides of these relationships that happen. Yeah, I don't see Ben Fold sees anything wrong with himself, but he's trying to understand, you know, he says mm-hmm. like all the misspellings in your your emails, that must be on purpose, right? I mean, we went to a good school, right? You know, like giving her the benefit of the doubt, you know. I think oh, my favorite definitely. thing about this song is that it seeks understanding, but it doesn't forgive. He's not in a position to forgive the ugliness of what we can fill in the blanks of what this person is espousing. And yet it's simply observing, you know, we were children once. We were people that saw the world differently once with beauty, with young eyes. I'm, on, I'm thinking about humanity in that song. Sure. Like, you can't forgive, but does you think he still sees humanity in Christine? I think he's hopeful that he sees the humanity in Christine. And I, I think that's the thing that got me the most in this song, is, is this moment right here. There's a break in the rain A perfect time for a walk The smell of wet leaves, the warm smiles and hellos these things exist in the real world, you know. Oh, what a shame, 
When he asks her, do you ever see these things in the world? The world is a beautiful, wonderful place. Do you ever see these things? I guess the song really breaks my heart because it makes me think of what the world can do to you. One day you're a child who laughs a lot as he remembers Christine, and the next you're this bitter, hateful, you know, grown-up. But yet at the same time, he still just sees all this beauty in the world, and, and he is hopeful that she will too. I guess part of me also, I mean, because I try to be empathetic, because I'm a veteran, I've seen what PTSD does to people, right? Are there other things that cause this? Is it just hate, or is it pain more than hate does Ben even think about that on the lyrics like maybe there's some bad happened to Christine I don't know I'm just I mean I'm kind of inserting myself in here well we don't see the world as the world is we see mm-hmm. the world as we are mm-hmm. and uh, I suppose that's what's happening with Christine and also with yeah. you I want to point out I know we're going long on this Ben Folds record I want to point out the song that he closes with it's called Moments let's take signs like the lonely hummingbird that hummed right by I hummed along short At some point he asks in this song he asks to be forgiven for the crime of caring and that to me is a perfect summation of what this album is about it's about love and how love is what matters most for sure but maybe also what matters most is just the simple act of of caring. Care. Just care. That seems to be where he arrives. Ben Folds, his really, I think, wonderful new album, out today is called What Matters Most. We mentioned it's his first new solo album in 15 years. It's been more than twice that long since we got new music from this next band. It's a legendary, legendary rock group out of Zambia called Witch. Their first new release in 39 years out today is called Zango. This is the song Waile. not familiar with which they're a pioneer of a genre called Zamrock a blend of different styles of music from Zambia African rhythms from Zambia with western rock traditions which created Zamrock in the 70s which is actually an acronym for we intend to cause havoc not only is music a blending of different styles but it's also a social commentary of what was going on during the time in Zambia 
Their story is amazing. One of the original founding members, the only founding member left, is pronounced Jagari. Unfortunately, most of the original band members died during the AIDS epidemic during the uh, late 70s and during the 80s as well. And back in 2011, the great indie label Now Again Records reissued their career-spanning collection, uh, and crate diggers like myself became enthralled and engaged with the sound and where they came from. And then, as of last year, Sample the Great had them on the track Can I Live on Sample the Great as Above, So Below, and she returns the favor on the track Avalanche of Love. This record really epitomized the sound of Zamrock. Everything from the fuzzed out rock, 70s amazing guitar sounds. Dude, it's so good. Yeah, it feels contemporary. Like it, it feels like it really is a vital and energetic collection of songs. And, and, you know, it's just cool to see all of this history being represented. But this is a strong record in its own right. A bunch of these tunes I would play on the radio, play out at clubs and sets. So, yeah, it was it was, it was perfect for me. Which is the band, the album we're loving from them is called Zango. I mentioned all those veteran artists who have albums out today. There are even more great releases that are worth noting. Again, we can't get to everything, so we've put a full list of other notable releases for June 2nd in the description of this episode in your podcast feed. But before we wrap up, let's just go around the table real quick here and flag a few of our personal favorites. Stephanie, we'll start with you. I really love the new release from Juan Waters, Wandering Rebel, out this week. What I love so much about Juan Waters in general, I mean, we've been talking a lot about this episode about really like intentional crafted music and there's this feeling that what you're getting is kind of a the thought as it happens, the the draft and the work in progress. Um, his music is very funny and observant and relaxing and just ephemeral in the loveliest way that really forces you to slow down and just be present with it. John. Yeah, my pick this week is Bellis, brand new album from Lazy Salon. Lazy Salon is a project by the New Jersey-based producer and drummer Sean Byrne. This album, Bellis, is a dreamy collection of beats. The texture and the sound design on this record is gorgeous. The entire album is so soft and meditative. It's absolutely beautiful. I highly recommend it. Tariq. My album is uh, Najur from rising hip-hop star Tusi. I know you're tired of the love songs, the love songs, the love songs, the love songs. And baby, I've been tired of being love wrong, love wrong, love wrong, love wrong. 
How did you move on so easy? Don't sit right with my spirit. We had conversations and I never got no clearance. Everything you said to me repetitive. You pair it. This another love song. Can't wait for you to hear. Najur is uh, Tusi's first name. And he's became a viral sensation with his hit favorite song. Later, did a remix with Kali, which became a big hit and has been hailed as a contender for Song of the Summer. But more importantly, I'm looking forward to it because he draws on more intimate details of his personal life. So I'm definitely looking forward to his debut album. I mentioned Foo Fighters earlier on the show. We should hear a bit of the new album that they've got out today. It's called But Here We Are. You know, we're a long, long way away from the days when big arena rock bands like Foo Fighters ruled the charts in the airwaves, you know, uh, from the days when they just dominated. And uh, in recent years, I think the best guitar rock has definitely been by a new generation of younger artists. You know, you think like the Bully record, for example. But I think if this new Foo Fighters record does anything, it shows that they still have a lot to say that is, is very relevant, that still resonates This is an album that works through a lot of grief. It shares a lot of hard-fought wisdom, the kind that I think can only come with growing older. And, you know, I don't know. It still really rips. It totally (laughs) rips. Foo Fighters, back today with their new album, But Here We Are. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. My thanks to John Morrison, Stephanie Fernandez, and Tariq Moody. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Robin. Thanks, Robin. Thanks, Robin. All right, as I mentioned, you'll find a list of everything that we played and a whole bunch of other releases out now on June 2nd in the description of this episode. And you can hear full versions of the songs we played in our expanded New Music Friday playlists. Just search for those in Apple Music and Spotify. As always, the best way to keep up with the latest from NPR Music is with our newsletter. Sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com slash NPR. NPR Plus is a new way to support public media and get more from your favorite NPR podcasts like Fresh Air. Sometimes I'll actually preface the question with, if it makes you too uncomfortable to talk about, if it's too personal, just tell me. Here's the question. For behind-the-scenes content, bonus episodes, and more, sign up at plus.npr.org.